Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to King of the Road. I'm joined by Charlie the Hurricane Skillen. Coming at you live and direct, he gets respect. Here he is. <laughs> this isn't going out live, or no, it's not going out live. It's going, it's going direct, and you do definitely yeah. get respect. Good, but that's my homage to sort of garage MCs from when I was a kid. Nice. Uh, how are you? We went to see MJ Cole together, didn't we? We did. It was good. Mm. It was really good. Uh, but as much as I could love to talk about garage music, Charlie, we need to talk about indie music. We need to talk about Liam Gallagher. We need to talk about your trip to Barcelona. Yeah. And more importantly, we need to talk about your trip home from Barcelona. <laughs> Anyone who is so far unaware of what's a, what's happened to Charlie over the weekend following Liam Gallagher to Barcelona is about to have the best experience of their life. Stay tuned. Charlie is about to take over and be ready for this. Over At least you. you haven't built this up. Charlie, <laughs> honestly. But do you know how I know it's a big deal? Why? Because I took a screenshot and I put it on my Instagram account. Of, your te- of the text that you sent me, I put it up on my Instagram story. The amount of engagement that got. You know, p- the amount, mm. I, can, I can see the amount of people that click on your name. Yeah. Like 300 people clicked on your name. Yeah, like, yeah. Who is this Wally? Yeah, yeah, I didn't get any followers off the back of that. They did you not? One, they had one look and went, oh my God, no <laughs> chance. No, I did, I did, to be fair. Um, although I feel like on most of my social media outputtings, anyone that, <laughs> anyone that doesn't follow me already... <laughs> I think they've had a look and they've decided it's not for them because it's it, it's very similar output constantly. Yeah, it was so good. So anyway, you book tickets, you're going to see Liam Gallagher yeah, in Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. This is an incredible experience, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I saw him at the Ali Pali. I'm, you know, huge music fan, all types of music, but like my teenage years, well, I was just obsessed with Oasis, absolutely obsessed. As we talked about before, because I remember one of our podcasts before, I, went, I was on the way to see Noel Gallagher at Bethnal Green. But yeah, this see Liam Gallagher... M- me and my mate booked it ages ago and yeah went out there the day before you know soaked up a bit of the local culture you know um, in Barcelona not quite I'm so a, excited not, I know not, what's about to come not I can't quite, wait for this not to... quite as much as Strana as we soaked up but we soaked up we soaked up a little bit of culture and we, 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 we had a great time and then day of the gig we went to see the went to see the couple of cathedrals went to see the big ones the Grand Familia wasn't as impressed with that as the as the sort of older cathedral right um but yeah, it was, it was quite nice. Okay, and then? Um, and then? And then we, we had a few beers before the gig. 
went to the gig, which I must say was, but b- before we get into what you want to get into, I must say the gig was absolutely amazing. And he and does all of the old Oasis stuff. He right? does, he does. I, you know, I, I enjoyed his solo album and those songs went down really, really well, uh, particularly the more well-known ones like sort of, um, Wall of Glass. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was chock full of, chock full of, you know, rock and roll stars, some might say. Perfect. Um, Live Forever, Wonderwall, he played just him and the guitar, which was really nice. No? And it was... Acoustic, Charlie, acoustic. Yeah, thanks, mate. I'm very good at the guitar. <laughs> Do know what I'm talking about. Um, and the gig was really, really small. Uh, it was a venue called the Razzmatazz. It was only about 1,200 people. Everyone in there was English. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Everyone there was English. Um, you know, just talking to a few people at the bar while I was waiting what seemed like about a year to get to a get an Australian, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, actually, I, I actually switched to uh, switched to gin right. at that point because you know I'd had quite enough beer. <laughs> um, I wouldn't know. I, to, to, to be fair, at, at the gig, I, I didn't wa- I didn't want to get completely smashed the gig, so I wanted to really really enjoy it. Um, but yeah, but it was such a nice vibe for a gig. I'll definitely be travelling abroad to see another gig because it was actually much much better. Let's go to South America. Liam Gallagher's, yes. Gallagher's playing in Peru very soon. Should mm. we just go to Lima? That's good. I've never, I've never Mate, been South America. I'll put you on the spot on this podcast. If you say yes on the podcast, you have to do it. Let's go to South America in okay. the next two weeks. Yeah, it's in like 10 days. Yeah, should we do it? Now. I've got a, a life that I have to... Oh, you're pathetic. Uphold, you're uphold. a pathetic excuse. But yeah, so loved the gig. And then we were so buzzing when we came out of that gig. We had a few beers. Like everyone was sort of singing the songs and that. And then I walked, walked back down to the beach. On the way, there was a huge casino. Um, and we, we'd had some, we, we were putting money in a kitty all weekend. So it was three of us. And, uh, and we, we didn't have much of the kitty left, but we were on such a high, like, right, let's go in there and get rid of this. <laughs> and so we stuck the whole kitty on red on the roulette table and it came in. So and you won a fortune? Of, of like, oh my God, literally tens of pounds <laughs> we won. Um, and yeah, strolling out of there. Wouldn't bother me, it's closed. Yeah, we've, we've, we've cleaned them out. We've cleaned them out, yeah. yeah. You're about, like Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, what about 40 quid between three of us? <laughs> Um, but so anyway, so then you've gone to a nightclub. Gone to a nightclub. It was great. There was yeah, loads of glamorous people around and, and us. And you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Um, and then what was meant to happen was I was meant to stay out all night. Straight through crew. Straight through crew, not the timeout crowd. And then I was meant to get a plane to Birmingham. My dad was picking me up. We were meant to go to Old Trafford to watch <laughs> Chelsea beat Man United. And none of that happened. Literally none of that happened. <laughs> so what happened? So you went back to your hotel room yeah. at five o'clock in the morning. Something daft. It, was, to, yeah, it, might, it might have been four. But presumably yeah. the, reason, the only reason you went back to your hotel room was to just collect a bag. Yeah, yeah. I was going to have a little rest. And that was the end of me. So when you decided to close your eyes for a minute. Yeah. And then... Uh, and woke up as the plane took off. Yeah, literally that moment, actually. It was half seven and that's when I woke up. That's <laughs> at the time the flight was just taking to the uh, the Spanish air. And uh, and yeah, it was my, actually my mate who woke me up. Uh, my mate in the bed next to me woke up, obviously feeling groggy, half seven. And then he just walloped me going, uh, what are you still doing here? <laughs> oh, God, that my old man ringing me, you on the plane, mate. I was like, nah. And in the second that I got that text from you, yeah, I just, I'd only just woken up myself, but I couldn't stop laughing. Mm. Yeah, was, well, yeah. I was in such hysteria. I immediately screenshot it and put it on my story. Yeah. And my story went viral. Like, I got it's, more views on that story. It's a good job everyone likes a grass roar, isn't it? <laughs> um, so what happened? So then you've gone to the airport. I had to buy a new flight to London. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, uh, Stelios' mob, EasyJet. So you had to um, buy a completely new flight. Yeah, obviously I missed my one, didn't I? <laughs> Took off without me, which I thought was a little bit rude. And um, just flew to London. So you meant to go to, to Birmingham to, and then to then go to, to Manchester. Manchester. 
Instead, you flew to Gatwick to then go to Red Hill. Yeah, I watched the game in a pub. Um, I was I, I wanted to I wanted to get in Central London, and uh, but there was no trains to Central London. So you had to get I, a I think bus just, to Red Hill. I got a cab because I didn't want to wait for a bus. Right. Because obviously I'd won loads of money in the casino, so it didn't matter. Mate, it's um, so funny. And then yeah, what's the pub? What's what's the pub? What's the game in a pub? Really hung over, and it was full of Man United fans, and we lost. And it was, it was one of the worst days of the year. Like it was you were, rubbish. You were. I did the thought of you waking up in that Barcelona hotel room and suddenly realizing that the time was so late. Like you hadn't just missed it. Like it's all very well waking up at the time the flight takes off. You're meant to be at the airport an hour and a half before then. So you really did miss it. Yeah, by miles. <laughs> I hit the corner flag, Did you mate. panic? Did you panic? Like, as you woke yeah, up... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I panicked really stupidly as well. Because I was like, oh, bugger. Uh, and I, I was like, chucking clothes on. Left me coat in the hotel room. Did you? Yeah, so I had to get my mate to bring that. Oh, bugger. Um, yeah, yeah. It's not quite what I said. I thought it was a bit of a family show, this, isn't it? Um, oh, my God, it's so funny. Chucking clothes on, like, running out of the hotel. Don't know why. Like, the plane's in the air. Like, I'm not going to catch it now. <laughs> And sprinted to yeah, the airport. Yeah, my uh, like got a cab and got to the airport, which was really stupid because my mates were. And I bet you were feeling terrible as well. You've had an hour and a half sleep. Or I something. felt awful, mate. <laughs> I bet you look great. Oh yeah, obviously, obviously, <laughs> yeah, God. Um, but uh, which is really stupid because my mates were only leaving so, half an hour later. <laughs> so I just got you, a cab with so them. So were you hoping that there'd be another flight? To, but what was the plan? Were you going to still try and get to Manchester? I don't. And there was no plan at this point. The plan is in tatters. <laughs> no, no, no. So, so, so I just bought a flight to London and sat there like a wally right, right, on the right. plane. And then okay, okay. yeah, what's the game? Which we lost, obviously. Yes, we did. Uh, and I think it's a shame because I thought we actually did a lot of things well. Yeah. I thought that we should have definitely taken an earlier lead than the one we did. I think yeah. that we should have definitely ended up about 3-0 up. We didn't deserve to go in at half-time level. No. And, But, you know, I've, I've, you know, I've, the two most positive people I've spoken to about this game is, is you and my dad, and you both thought we played very well. And I, I, I agree with that, particularly in the first half. But I did find it frustrating how... Much we disappeared in the second half. I thought Manchester United reacted a lot better to us going a goal up. And I, th- I think we'd lost control of the game, really. And we were playing really, really well. One of the best I've seen Chelsea play at Old Trafford in, in, the, in the first half. And I don't think we got on the ball and, and took ownership of the game as much as we should have done. And that led, that led you know, to them getting back in it, changing the game up. We, we made a couple of defensive errors and, and they got the three points. And look, losing 2-1 at Old Trafford after playing well, generally, is, is not the worst thing in the world. But in the wider context of things, it's a terrible result. We're mm. now fifth. I think Tottenham have gained like 12. There's been a 12-point swing between no, no, us and no, Tottenham. No, no, no. We're now, how many points are we behind Man United now? Well, six. Yeah. It's it, like bad news. Yeah. And Do I you think we'll make top four? No, um, no, I don't actually. I, I, I think the other teams. I think our results in the Premier League of, of, of over the last eight, six weeks have put pay to that a little bit. Mm. You can afford to lose two one at Old Trafford if you're uh, if you're beating Watford as, as long as you don't away. ship yeah, yeah. seven goals against Watford and Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah, not good. Exactly. Um, and so, do you think we'll do it top four? No, I don't. And I don't. It's not going to get That's any the spirit, mate. Yeah, sorry. Um, it's not going to get any easier 
this weekend because we're playing Manchester City. No, that's true. I'm hoping that they'll have a cup hangover. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're too good a side to do that. And why I, do they care? That's the other thing. Like, if mm. we get three points, that's brilliant. And we'll brilliant. be really happy with that. Yeah. Why do they care about us getting three points or them getting three points? They've won the league. They don't need to worry about our three points. Uh, Just give them to us. <laughs> it's a kind thing to do. And also, it is, also, it will benefit you in the long run because that will enhance the chances of Manchester United not qualifying for mm. the Champions League, which City fans you will love. Yeah, there you go, Pep. I yeah, know, I know there's your team talk. Mate. I know you're listening. There's your team. He, he, he is actually an Oasis fan, so he might well big be. Big Oasis fan, big King of the Road fan, big Barcelona fan, big Barcelona. There's so many reasons for Guardiola to be listening to this. I know. And at the end, he's, he's probably at the Razzmatazz. Yeah, he's probably there. Yeah, in the same Stone Island coat that Liam was in. Yeah, was he in one? Yeah. Oh mate, it was beautiful. His coat. It was, was it orange? So nice. Yeah, it was. It was bright. Yeah, it was I the brightest saw, thing. I saw it some was, stuff. It was the brightest thing in the venue by quite a way. After you. Yeah, after me. After you. I, I wasn't very bright. I imagine that you were slightly sun-kissed. Yes. A slight tinge of red, a beacon on the yeah, horizon. Yeah, no, it's a... Slight glow about you. Tanned Adonis of a body. <laughs> <laughs> but, look, I just don't know why City don't just concede this one. They're not going... What are they chasing? They're going to beat the 95-point no, no, record. No. Yeah, look, just hear me out. They're going to break the 95-point record, yeah. so they don't need to worry about that. They have already lost a game, so they're not preserving an unbeaten record. So don't no. worry about that. Three points will be huge for us in our pursuit to eclipse Manchester United's fourth. Mm-hmm. So that's good for them. There is no reason. I can't think of one reason why they need to bother beating us. No, they don't, but they will. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, um, no, I don't mean to sound too defeatist. Uh, we can beat Manchester City if we play to our absolute, absolute best. Because we but can they be- can beat us if they hit about <laughs> third gear. Yeah, exactly. But... <laughs> Because Chelsea genuinely believe can beat anyone if we play to our best. Anyone. Mm. We proved that against Barcelona. We were unlu- very unlucky to draw that game. Yeah. And I, and I don't think, I, I don't think we're losing the new Camp. No. Um, it really dis- it really frustrates me losing that game at Old Trafford, um, and it's because of that that I don't think we'll get in the top four. I just think we'll just miss out. Obviously, that is capable of changing, and I'm, I hope to God it does. Yeah. But I think in as the if you look at the form teams in the Premier League, I think United are generally playing better than us and, and Sunday was absolutely huge. Tottenham are playing a hell of a lot better than us and Liverpool are playing a hell of a lot better yeah. than us. Yeah. So, I, and that's, it's between, it's that's just, what I mean. It's between us and United. It's just, yeah, it's just simple It's just simple maths, isn't it? Arsenal are already missing out. Arsenal are adrift. It's between Chelsea and Manchester United. Yeah. City benefit from Manchester United not qualifying. Therefore, over to you, Pep. There you go. You know what some might say, Pep, get it done. <laughs> uh, what else has been happening? Have you had a good week? Yeah, it's been very good. It's been... Very aside, <laughs> a, a, look, I, I mean, aside from missing that plane, that weekend was absolutely quality. I, 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 honestly, I would every week the football season isn't on, I would happily live in Spain. Do you remember, I love that place. Do you remember when you were going to that? When cause, Because it was us not qualifying for the... It was us not qualifying for the Carlin Cup final. Yes. That messed you up it, will, it was because obviously if Chelsea beat an Arsenal I wouldn't have been going to the Man United game I would have been going to Wembley which is so much easier which is so much, yeah. I, I would have made the game I watched that whole game in London <laughs> um, yeah so this is we all Chelsea's fault but do you remember when we were, when we were I remember walking back mm. to Angel Station from mm. the Arsenal game when, yeah. they, when they knocked us out yeah. and I said to you oh mate is it not worth sacking off Manchester you know you're not going to get there it's going to ruin everything you were telling me how good you are at like on a hangover, um, how proactive you can be the second day, how and it, and efficient that, you are. That's all true, as long as I'm awake. 
Like, once I was awake, I was fine. I was down Mate, there buzzing. It's so funny. I could. I, I'm not going to do it again, but I could just go back to that all the mm. time. Um, aside from that, though, your week started off well. We went out together. We went out to one of our favourite restaurants. We did. On Monday night of yeah. last week, we went to a restaurant in Kilburn High Road called Quatieri. If you're from Kilburn or anywhere in North West London, or anywhere in London, really, yeah. there's a tube network which allows you to leave <laughs> your area. Yes. Uh, you've got to go to this restaurant. <laughs> Although Roy, Roy doesn't like doing no, so. No, I don't. I, try, <laughs> I do my best never to leave North West London. Yeah. But that's just a trait that a lot of North West Londoners exhibit. Mm. Other people, however, you being a good example of this, mm. are happy to occasionally get on a 15-minute train. Yeah, to see their friends. <laughs> and, yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful restaurant. It's run by a Chelsea fan. Yeah, and he's a lovely bloke. I ended up there twice this week. Did you? You lucky man. I did. I was there twice. I was there Monday night with you, and I, was mm-hmm. there, I had a friend's birthday party there on Saturday night. Mm. It's what we should actually say. It's a very nice pizza restaurant. That's what it is. It it's pizza, yeah. It's yeah. Italian food. I mean, well, it's Naples food, isn't it? It's I believe. I believe all the dishes, all the pizzas. Yeah, it's all Neapolitan, isn't are it? All, yeah. Are all from Naples. Yes, they're, and they're they're all from Neapolitan ideas. I and think that's why it's called Quartieri because he was telling me about this. His family, he's, he's English, but yeah. his family are Italian. He speaks yeah. fluent Italian. Naples is divided into four. Yeah, quarters. Yeah, like, and he's called the restaurant Quatieri, mm. as a homage to yeah. his Neapolitan roots. Yeah, and all the beers are Italian, and they're all nice. All the beers are Italian. All the wine is very nice as well. It, oh, it's it, it's a great place. Very very reasonable. I think the bottles of wine are bigger than other bottles of wine. Genuinely, <laughs> I was, yeah. I, either yeah, I'm pretty sure. Is that, that just not, because you got? I don't know. Maybe I was, yeah. Maybe I saw yeah <laughs> seeing double or something. Yeah. They, they uh, <laughs> no, they do seem like particularly big bottles. They're all from like yeah. the region. And, uh, but, they're, but they're beautiful and there's, there's some amazing pizza restaurants in London which is great because I love pizza yeah. I love it so much I, I had it the next day because the next day we played Barcelona and there's a new one I don't, I, I, there's a new one just opened by my house oh, yeah. called uh, Zia Lucia Ooh, and I, I, took, I took everyone I took a group of people who were going to the game like my dad and, and some of our mates I, I booked a table in there right. before the game had some red wine oh, nice. and, and I, they do weird pizzas and Cortieri did this very well as well they do where it's very sort of modern pizzas. Well, Quatieri, they did one. I had one on. Uh, I had one on Saturday night. A, mm. pist- a pistachio pizza. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, sounds it. He's going. Tony, the owner of this restaurant, is going to Barcelona. He He'll is. be out there. Yes, so we can have a beer with him there. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. No, but there's. I I feel like over the last couple of years, there's so many of these great pizza restaurants that have sprung up, and it's all about it's all about the wood ovens and interesting toppings. And the great thing is, it's put like those mentally overpriced and not very good places like Pizza Express and Bella Italia yeah. like I've, I, I, I'll honestly never go back well, there again you know the one because I there's so, there's so many good ones the thing that I just cannot get my head round it's a Domino's or that kind of pizza oh I don't know Raw no mate that Look, is, it, no, it, it, it wasn't even pizza. As no, far as it, no, it's not. It's not it's, even food. It's not cake, can it? It's cake with cheese and I just don't get shit it. on it. I, don't, like, I, I love a pizza. I love yeah. a traditional Italian pizza. Yeah. And when I was in Naples, actually, this is ages ago. It must be five years ago now. I went to the first ever pizza restaurant. And they only do Did a margarita. Yeah, they only do a margarita. Yeah, some, sometimes very margarita's nice. very nice. It was I'm, I'm all for like... No, I like a bit. Yeah. I like a bit more I like excitement. I like something it. mad on it. As yeah, well. I do as well. I also love the. I love a starter in an mm. Italian restaurant. Always, yeah, very always good. very, always very keen to get an I, arancini ball. Or something. But yeah, but I always knacker that up because I, I go smash right. through a load of bruschetta. Yeah, 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 exactly. I'll have bruschetta. We'll have the meat selection. We'll have some of that cheese. That looks nice. God, I don't want that massive. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> don't want that massive. You're not pizza taking half of it home. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, there, there, there's another. Great gaff. There's a, got got a couple of branches in London called 
Home Slice. Yeah. And they do massive pizzas between like four of you or whatever. And some of their toppings are mad. It's like mint and lamb and with yogurt on it, it was broccoli on it. It was oh, it's quality. Oh mate, the broccoli, the the broccoli thing, the uh, Friarelli. Is it called Friarelli? Friarelli, yeah. I love that. That's yeah. what I have in Quartieri a lot of the time. Mm. I have the sausage and Friarelli. Yeah. That's a that's a Tony special. Is it? Yeah, nice. it, yeah. Get down Kilburn High Road. Anybody who goes, tweet me. I want to know if you uh, if you love it yeah. as much as we do. Yeah, it's ace. But uh, but yeah, from pizza. So I think chatting about pizza leads on naturally to talking about telly because the two can often go hand in hand. Oh, and they do for me. And I have some wonderful. Really, do, do you know what's happened? As I've got when I was younger, that used to definitely be the way. Mm. I never really. I I like restaurants now. The idea mm. of ever taking anything home never is never the right option for me. I, I I've got to be in a state of laziness or hungovery. So, so pretty regularly, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of those two. You, yeah. Are you not always one of those? Lazy or hungover? Which one? Uh, <laughs> all right, mate. Was this some sort of intervention? I thought we'd done a podcast. Um, no, I mean, if, if someone served me a Domino's pizza at a restaurant, I'd like walk out of the gaff. If someone gave me a Domino's pizza at their house, I'd walk out of the gaff. Yeah, but you know that's you, isn't it? Yeah, but 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 it, it's got a certain takeaway quality that it can only be replicated. No, for me, no, I just always go to a restaurant. You know, if yeah. I'm with Victoria, yeah, I'd, the I'd, answer is never. The answer is never. Let's take get, something, let get, take something home. Yeah, I, I, I can't stand. I, I agree. I can't stand the idea of why would you ruin a curry by having it delivered 15 minutes away yeah, from the restaurant in little plastic and, cups? And, and, and also, if and you live in London, a, if you yeah. live in London, you, you, it's so easy to just pop yeah, out for exactly. Something. Then they've got to clean also, it up. Also, a naan bread. In, a, in that bag that no, they give you rubbish. for a takeaway, it's yeah. rubbish. Whereas and a naan bread is wonderful in a restaurant. And then, honestly, I think I could feed a small nation with the amount of those poxy little salads they give you that I've thrown away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They give you a bag of that salad. Yeah. I, I don't want it, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. For the, the, I think you're meant to use it with the poppadoms, aren't you? Yeah, but who does that? I get <laughs> a thing of mango chutney and start dipping it in. <laughs> um, but yeah, so on to, on to telly. And yeah. I have some wonderful yeah. news. I have some wonderful news for you. Go on. What is it? Are you on a new series or something? I'm not. <laughs> no. Um, I am on Netflix, though. Oh, yeah. I did find that out the other day. What, what are you on on Netflix? I'm going to watch you. I am genuinely home, on like, Netflix. There's a, there's a film on there. So how much I enjoy your company, I'll spend all day with you and then go and watch you on the <laughs> there is a There's a film on there called Shifty. Shifty. And <laughs> I am genuinely... Good. Sounds good. <laughs> it's good. It, it, I'm, I'm be- I mean, I'm in it. I've got two scenes, I think. But it's a good film. Well, what's it about? It's about a drug dealer who comes out of prison, tries to resurrect his life. It's with Riz Ahmed. Do you know Riz Ahmed, no. Danny Mays? How do you not know Riz Ahmed? I don't know. Um, sounds a bit gritty for you. I mean, I'm a very gritty man. You talk about Kilburn High Road boy. Yeah. We couldn't be more gritty. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, steam room saunas. I've seen you, I've seen you send mine back in restaurants. not that gritty. <laughs> Yeah, but that's uh, oh, that's projecting, trying to be yeah. telling on yeah, 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 true. Um, what, what what's your part in this? In this, I shifting? play I play a character. It's a good. It's quite a good scene actually. I play a I play a sort of little little junkie character. Oh yeah, who is taking a lot of drugs mm. and playing music really loudly. That sounds a bit more like the it. two drug the two drug dealers in the film. Um, the two main characters, Riz Ahmed and Danny Mays. They go to see a lady who next door is being driven mad by this music. Mm. They then come to my house and in front of my girlfriend tell me to turn the music down and embarrass me. Do they beat you up at all? They threaten me oh, and no. put me in my place. I was about to watch it. Very <laughs> 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 I was, it was going to be the first thing I watched if I saw you get a kick in. But even but more even more exciting than me being in Shifty on Netflix, on. something else is on Netflix. It's just, it's just arrived. So no one told you life is going to be this way. 
it's back. Oh. It's here. It's in our life again. Friends, is, Friends. is now on Netflix, which is... Well, that's good because I definitely haven't seen every episode <laughs> about ten times. I need to watch that again. Mate, Friends is the best thing the world has ever seen. Do you think so? Yeah. I mean, in terms oh, no, of... I, I, I do, I, I must admit, and you actually get shunned, you know, in, in, in conversation with English blokes of our age. If you admit that you like Friends, people think you're... No people way. Think you're, people I think, think the you're opposite. Soft. I think the opposite. Yeah. If you don't like Friends, I don't like you. <laughs> oh, that, that's, that's, you should get that on a... Yeah. Bumper sticker. How can you not like it? No, it's, no, it's no, the I, best. I, no, you, I love Friends. Like, like, and don't get me wrong, I love a lot of those that genre of American comedy. Yeah, I love King of Queens. I loved I, Frasier. I lo- you know, all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I, I, I preferred I preferred Cheers to Frasier um, in terms of American sitcoms. I prefer Cheers to Friends. I actually. prefer. I probably prefer at the time at least preferred Frasier to Friends. But yeah. I still can concede that Friends is a better comedy. So friends many, is, friends so is, many friends episodes, such a high quality throughout. Oh, and do you know what sets it apart? On, There's one thing, on. I think. There's one uh, litmus test that I can use now which sets it apart from anything else. Go on. And that is this. The amount of times in, in, in a day, in any situation where you can go, ah, oh, this is like that episode of Friends where yeah. this is just like that situation where Ross, mm. you can say that. That is applicable to almost every scenario yeah. in my life ever. I must admit, I take umbrage with your point that there's quality throughout, high quality throughout. I think there's a significant decrease. There's one. The there's one group. There's one. There's there's two, uh, two moments in Friends where I don't watch. So, f- pretty much the entire final series. Yeah. I don't go near that because I find yeah. it all a bit sad and I yeah. don't like it and it's not as good. And I don't like, you know, Helen Baxendale's character, Emily. You know the English. Oh, girl. the English girl. I got no interest in watching no, an English girl. In no, I, get I, I that. didn't like her. I didn't. I mean, no. This is no disrespect to Helen Baxendale. I know she's a wonderful actress, and I enjoyed her portrayal in Cold Feet a lot. But I didn't like her character at all. I didn't think she was no. great in it either. She's not very war- like the thing that made those characters so special is that they were all so warm. You could relate mm. to all of them. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. relate to her well, the, on any the, level ever. No, no, no. Absolutely not. You couldn't really see what Ross was doing. Those are good episodes. Yeah, what, exactly. Don't, what are you doing, Ross? On, you've got, you've got Ra- Rachel's like really keen on you here. Yeah. So is Emily. Yeah. N- nobody can understand what you're doing here, which is why it's <laughs> terrible writing. Yeah, it's, it's not a situation I yeah. have a lot of empathy with. Yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah. You're going with Helen Baxendale well, he, over Jennifer Aniston. Well, what are you playing at? Yeah, I mean, either, mate. Go on. <laughs> I know. It's, I know. it's not a situation I find myself in particularly regularly. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with that. I also think when... When they got Joey falling in love with Rachel, yeah, that was weird. That, what are they doing? Yeah, but that but, but, but that is the era of episodes that I'm talking about. They when quite lost their way a bit. Yeah, some of those episodes to me are unwatchable. Yeah, and but if you ever catch, I mean, obviously it's on Netflix now, so you can catch them whenever you like. But it, it was always on like Comedy Central when it or, yeah, or yeah, E4, yeah. it was on for years, like every day. Yeah, as soon um, as you get home from college. Yeah, yeah, but um. The early ones, the writing and that, that it's yeah. so, so good. So you good. know, the, the and often often the best ones are when they're just sitting around doing nothing. Yeah. Which is amazing writing because they're not that you you're not deriving the laugh from him like falling down the stairs or something. You're deriving it from them from being actuality. Really good and you're yeah. right, you you love every single one of those characters. And I think I think the the best sitcoms to me are always like that, where it's like a gentle comedy when there's no like victim. Yeah, you know, it, yeah, it, yeah. like Fools and Horses was like that for me. Like you love those characters so much. Fools and Horses is definitely the best English. It's my favorite. Best English. It's my favorite. Ever. In fact, I'd say 
Have you seen my mum all over those? Yeah, I have. It's brilliant. My mum is in nearly every episode of that. Your mum is in my favourite episode of Fools and Horses. What's that? My personal favourite. Mate, we should save this. This is meant to be the friends. We're going. Sorry. No, no, you've got to tell me now. Well, yeah. Um, it's where Dell enters one of Rodney's paintings yeah. for a competition. It's, it's called it's called the Groovy Gang. Yeah. Oh my god, that is so. Yeah, funny. my mum is all over that. Yeah, yeah. and I, and I generally I generally prefer the earlier episodes with like Grandad when they're just in the flat right over the episodes with like Cassandra and Rachel, and. I was Sandra and Raquel, I should say. Um, but yeah, Dell, Cassandra, Rodney going on holiday, yeah. and Rodney has to pretend to be 14. Yeah, that's so good. Oh and he wins a lottery, God. doesn't he? Yeah, he and they can't, can't claim, claim it. They can't claim it. Altered the passport. Yeah, yeah. John, <laughs> don't bother watching you know, now. John, John Sullivan. Was it, you know, my, my, when I stopped acting, mm. when, I, when I decided that acting wasn't for me, it came mm. off the back of an audition for the spin off of, the spin-off of that. It was called Rock mm. and Chips. I watched that. The lad who played, the lad who got the part that I was auditioning for, like I did a screen test for it, loads of stuff. God, I can't believe we're going into this. Um, but yeah, so I, I auditioned for that part for like mm. four times, had a screen test with the girl who eventually got it, who's in EastEnders now. Right. Um, and the lad who got it was a boy from the Inbetweeners. Really? Yeah, what's his name? Uh, James Buckley. Oh, he played Jay in the between us. Yeah, so James Buckley eventually got the role. Wasn't he? He was Del Boy, wasn't he? Yeah, young that's Del what Boy. I was up for. That's, yeah. That was the point that I was I can up far for. see you being more young Del Boy. He, he had a lot of heat around him at the time, though. He'd just mm. come out of the back of the in between us. He, yeah. was, he was famous at the time. Yeah. And you, you also look more like Del Boy than, than Macy. Yeah, I, was, I was so excited. Also, I mean, I was auditioning at the time. You know, he died now, but I was auditioning for John Sullivan. So yeah. it was it was a huge it was a huge privilege to do that. Yeah. And I really got on well with him, partly because we went into the meeting and we just spoke about Fools and Horses episodes. Yeah. Like the way that I felt like the most poignant moment in that, arguably actually, and one of the most poignant moments in any T V series ever, is Dell standing on the balcony with mm. a baby Damien. Yeah. Have yeah. you do you do you know that yeah. that scene? I don't know if any scene has ever moved me as much as that. He's talking they're, to his baby. Yeah, they're, they're and he's at the very hotel, vulnerable. Yeah. He's very vulnerable. He goes no, he goes onto the balcony, of the flat, yeah. oh, and he's right, talking. Yeah. And he's talking. He's just him and the baby out there. And Dell gives a eulogy to the baby about how he hopes his life will progress. Yeah. And he's very honest about his own limitations. Yeah. And I remember talking about that scene, and it was wonderful to talk to the man who wrote it. Mm. And he seemed to appreciate my love and knowledge on the on the topic and yeah anyway I auditioned for that so many times that must be gutting not to get it ah well when I didn't it was it was the first time that I really cared like you know yeah. as an actor you don't get you, you, the vast majority of jobs you go for you don't get you don't get yeah but that one really hit me hard mm. and I just thought ah oh, do you know what this is this is the beginning of the end this is terrible yeah this yeah. is terrible because I mean, it was only—it wasn't that long ago. It no, was, I think it was two. I think I think it was two thousand and ten. Yeah, because I remember watching it. Yeah, I think it was two thousand and ten, and you know, I watched and it as well. I thought James Buck- James Buckley did a wonderful job. Yeah. Um, I thought he was brilliant in it, and I thought he shone, and you know, probably did a far better job than I would have ever done. I don't believe but, that for a second. But just at the time, yeah, you yeah. know, I just thought, God, yeah. this is the lack of it. The lack of in my head at least at the time it, the, the mm. lack of it being a meritocracy I felt like I'd really worked hard and could have done with that and it was back to square one I just thought sod this yeah yeah understandable sod I mean it's, it's such a well it's not an industry in which I have any experience but it's 
it's well known as being a brutal industry for, for that type of thing. Oh, mate, it's grim. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's, it's a wonderful industry for Leonardo DiCaprio. It's a bit like a footballer. Mm, yeah. Like, being a footballer for Ronaldo is a fantastic way to live your life. Yeah. Like, Lionel Messi has a great time. He can, he can swap with me that anytime. doesn't tell the story of being a footballer. Being, no. a, being a footballer is going from one terrible northern town to another, to another terrible got southern to, town yeah. after 18 months. Like, imagine, imagine playing for Torquay... And then you hear that you're not going to have your contract renewed. So you've got to go to your wife and go, hi, love. We're yeah. moving to Rochdale tomorrow. Yeah. Like, Nonsense. she, she yeah. goes, put, what? Put, the kids are at school Pull here. the kids out of school. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and sometimes, you know, it's... And I was reading an article about this. But it's about players in Spain, but the same is obviously true. Like, deadline day. There's, you know, if, if someone's desperate for a move on deadline day because they're not playing at their club or whatever, or, or mm. they're not, their contract's going to be up. They can, in the matter of like six, seven hours, they don't like, their future could be in Carlisle, Plymouth. Or a different country. Montevideo. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's, and, and. I know, it's hard life. And, and they're not earning, I know people say, oh, footballers no, wages. they're not, but, not but, at that but, level. But that level, league no, it's two a grand a week, confidence. Isn't it? Yeah. If that, mate. It's if a grand that, a week, but you're, but it's a grand a week, but you can only work for 10 years. Yeah. And it's, it's. Yeah, it's not hard. the glamour, and that's the same. And that's the same with acting. You know, mm. it's it's a wonderful. Don't get me wrong. It's a, I had a, I loved doing it. It was a wonderful time for me. Yeah. and I look back on those. And now days. you're on Netflix and shifting. And now so. I'm on Netflix, but I look back on those days auditioning around the West End. I look back on it all so fondly. But it's hard. Yeah, you know, it is a it is a tough life. God, this took a trajectory that I didn't expect. It did. Well, we we meant to be pizza, talking about pizzas. Yeah, yeah, this has all gone wrong. Um, but no, Charlie, thank you so much for coming on. No worries, I mate. love. Your story about Barcelona will live with me forever. That is my <laughs> that's a that's my favourite ever Barcelona story, including Torres, Torres rounding <laughs> Valdez. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Charlie so, rounding the plane. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Guys, thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode of King of the Road. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.